Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Welcome to boy to uh, to, boys. to boys, the episode where we talk about boys, the 1996 movie with Winona uh starring Winona Ryder and Lucas Haas. Um, this movie is uh, let's see how do I how do I explain uh, it? so we got a we got a girl here, she falls off a horse and uh, a bunch of schoolboys discover her and take her back to the dorm and. As schoolboys find a hot, young, unconscious woman, mm-hmm. they get very excited. And yeah. it's it's kind of a weird, you know, melodrama. Winona's like a femme fatale in it. She's very mysterious. Yes. Uh, you know, it's a small town, I guess. And there's a, it's a lot, there's a lot of schoolboys. Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah, did you, uh, what do you think of the movie, Lindsay? <laughs> Uh, what did I think of the movie? Do you think this is the worst one we've watched so far? <laughs> it, yeah, it yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. It really could be. It's hard because I feel like when you watch a movie and don't like it, you think that it's the worst thing you've seen. So I don't actually know, like comparable yeah. to everything else, but I don't feel like I've felt this way about anything that no, else that we've seen. No, this is the least like, uh, exciting film to talk about, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, it just hit the mark in every way. If you're gonna have like a, I don't know, a story about schoolboys, why do you have to have like this older woman? Yeah, there? it is weird. And like, why is it okay that they're in a relationship? It's for like I know. the audience. The audience doesn't want it. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Lucas Haas. She's twenty five, and he's he's like I don't like know, sixteen probably. Yeah, seventeen. Well, they talk about him gr- whether he's graduating, and he says, "Yeah, if I finish." So, yeah. like, maybe he's in his last year. So maybe he's eighteen. Maybe he's eighteen. But like, yeah. still, it's super weird. I feel like there's throughout the whole thing because there's this whole mystery about like something that happened and the, uh, the police looking for her yeah, and wanting these weird to talk flashbacks to her. Done with all these like kind of tiring flashbacks or something. Yeah, like, you're like, okay. What's going on here? And the whole time, like, because they're talking about a party she was at and a car that got stolen, and then you kind of get a glimpse of this, like, baseball player. Yeah, they're all looking for this baseball player. For. Buddy Valentine, played by Skeet um, Ulrich. Ulrich. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? I think so. That's okay. it. I used to say Ulrich or, oh, you know, yeah. Ulrich. I don't know. Right. But anyway. So, yeah, when you see him and you see her and then you see her, like, current reaction to what happened that night, I feel, I felt throughout this, like, okay, did she get raped? Like, that was what I thought was going to happen. Then also, because she's, like, kind of an invalid when they find her, like, I'm not sure if she's, like, like, because she fell in the field and stuff. And so I feel like. I didn't know if she had a concussion because she keeps like kind of waking up and like screaming things and then like going yeah, back like to she's, sleep. Yeah, like chances are she had a concussion because she kept yeah. passing out and like. And she had blood on yeah. her head and she was freaking out. Like when she's, when they let her go into the like bathroom and they yeah. guarded the bathroom, she like freaked out and like was shaking in the corner. And I was like, what has happened to her? I feel like there's trauma. 
Yeah. Like, or, and also what's going to happen to her because she's being taken care of by a bunch of teenage boys. Like, I was just, I was just like <laughs> traumatized. <laughs> like, I was just like, what is going to happen? What has know, happened? What are like, they going to do to Like, it was just yeah. kind of like uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, you're just like, it, this is, you could have done something better with this. Yeah. I don't know. Why is her backstory, and her, it wasn't even that like interesting, her backstory. No. And yeah. she wasn't very likable. So, and I guess that's the point. Like, she's kind of like this dark, mysterious, like, femme fatale, I guess. Yeah. Winona is a femme fatale. Um, but it it didn't, I don't know. She didn't seem very excited to be in the role, even. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like she felt very different from anything else I'd seen her in. For so sure, So there was yeah. that element of it. But, uh, no, it didn't make a good movie. Uh. Yeah. And then there was like this Lucas, they tried to make Lucas Haas like, I don't know, some sort of a cool rebel, like Holden Caulfield type character, but he wasn't. He was just no, like, he was scared. A D bag kind of like, yeah. he, he's like smiling at like, you know, Winona's character, like, oh my God, she's speaking. Like, yeah. just like objectifying her in a weird way. And, and like, why, why was she interested in like was she interested in him i don't know i don't know i don't think i think she was just using him for the day because right because at one point he's like uh you know our god are you always like this he, she's like yeah i'm always like this like yeah yeah this is who i am yeah so maybe she's just like okay you're just a phase right now because there's no way she was just gonna stick around with that guy it seems like strange yeah uh, also I'm confused because when they do the flashbacks and she's talking to the baseball player, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, there's a baseball player called Bud Valentine or whatever his name is. Yeah. And then she's like, I know that because my boyfriend likes baseball. And I'm just like, okay, so I, either she has a boyfriend, which I don't know if she You know, does. yeah, she said, I actually, I remember that line because I was like, wait, she says she's dating a guy who likes baseball. Right. So she could have been like just casually dating oh, a that's guy. that's true. And like, you know, okay. he wasn't there. And so True. I figure she's probably dating a lot of guys. I think that yeah. was the idea. The too. idea, what, what they're trying to get yeah. across with that, right? Because I'm also like, what? What? She can't know about baseball because she's a girl. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, why couldn't she just, just know yeah. like about <laughs> right. baseball? Yeah, it was weird. This so. film was directed by a woman. Yeah, I, I feel like it fell apart. Stacy Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> like something I read about it said that she didn't get to she have like uh, interactions with the the actors like somehow the studio kept her like away from the actors even though she was the director which sounds really strange and she said it was supposed to be like a comedy but like that was the thing she felt was a failing with the film was that it didn't like it wasn't as lighthearted as it was supposed to be or something or it took itself too seriously and i'm like yeah it was a very serious film there was almost nothing funny about it yeah there was no no humor really there was like there was one point where, like, he's fighting with his friends. I don't know why he doesn't want to tell his friends about the girl. Mm-hmm. Like, he just refuses to let his friends know. Mm-hmm. And his, even his, when his friends do know, he's just like, this is too much for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then his stupid friend punches a wall. Right. And Which... is like, take me to the hospital. And then they're like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but because I've seen it so many times. Like, I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Um, but he, there's like, they censor it. Like, they're actually swearing in the scene. But there's they dub over it with like thank you, you thank you. <laughs> but you can see him say fuck you like he's mouthing fuck you. But I say, wondered if I was watching like a weird clean like television version no, of it. No, they that's did it what for, it is. Uh, like as far as I know, like um, on the tape, like the VHS copy that I like the right. have has the same thing. 
Interesting. Um, I don't know about the theater theatrical release. If right. they were swearing, I can't remember. But. Maybe they needed to like make it PG or something for the like for a teenage audience. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they were like, we want this specific audience, so let's take out all the swearing that we have in it. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. It was totally for a rating thing. Definitely. Like yeah. there was probably like. Let's see. Well, there's a sex scene, so this could be like rated this. But right. We yeah. we need to keep the sex scene, but we'll, we'll yeah bleep out yeah. some swearing. Uh, yeah. Which really makes for great cinema. <laughs> yeah. It's just confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's confusing why he's trying to keep her away from his friends. Like, I get trying to keep him, her away from like the whole school because yeah. he's gonna get in trouble for but, having like, your girl. You figured in once his they room. find out, like you know, cats out of the bag, you gotta right. have to let them in on it. Nope. No, yeah, like, and which is another creepy thing because it's like, is he doing it for a reason or is he doing it because it's like, this is my girl, I he's, found her. Well, that's exactly why yeah. he's doing it. Yeah, Ugh. I he found her in a field. Dibs, she belongs to me dibs, now. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. I mean, he seemed concerned about her, but I don't. But like, he fell in love with her like way too fast. I think the little kid was more concerned. Cook. Yes, Cook was cool. Yeah. He's like, shouldn't we just take her to the hospital? And the guy's like, no. She said no. It's like, well, she's also like maybe concussed. So right. And then when she comes to, he's like, you told me not to take you home. And she's like, that's okay. That that's fair. Uh, you told me not to take you to the hospital. I don't remember saying that. And at exactly. that point, it's like, okay, take her to the hospital. Then. The <laughs> she doesn't remember. She doesn't seem that adamant about it. No. But yeah. And like when you find out the circumstances of why she's all like mysterious and like blah blah blah, you're like, oh, okay, she could have gone to the hospital. It's fine. Yeah. She didn't do anything wrong. She just s- survived a car accident. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she's being investigated because a car is missing and the baseball player is missing. Right. And they figure she stole it or had something to do with it. And, yeah, the Bud Valentine guy stole the car uh, and then drove, like, really erratically. And she was like, why are you driving and like this? he was, this? like, on, like, drugs and yeah. drinking. And he was wasted. And then she was like, okay, stop, stop, stop. And then, of course... He veers off into a lake. Of right. course he does. Of course he does. And then they're in the car underwater and she's trying to get out and he holds onto her leg while As she's trying to, to like get out. keep her down. But yeah. like, why isn't he trying to survive himself? Like, I know. it doesn't make any sense. I don't know if like he was trapped and he was holding onto her like, help me, but like it didn't, I don't know. It didn't make that clear. It was kind of like, why is this guy such a jerk? Like he's trying to kill them? I don't know. Yeah. So then, yeah, she gets out and feels bad that she left him. But, like, I don't know what you could do if you're, like, trapped in a car underwater. How much, like, time do you have? You got to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Survival. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Uh, I mean, she could have gone and told somebody. Yep. <laughs> that's about it. That's, yep. that's her one failing is yep. not telling anybody. Yeah, like the police guy, the policeman at the door next next stage, played by John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. Um he, you know, she could have just said, hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And that would have been it. And yeah. The movie would have been done. Yeah. There would have been no movie. <laughs> she wouldn't have had to fall off a horse. Uh, yeah. Um, I weird. don't recall actually seeing her on the horse. The like, only, like, yeah, actually, like, I think it was something. a stunt actor because the only time you see her is when she falls off the horse and she's like lying on the ground, but you only mm-hmm. see her lie on the ground. Right. So I think that was not her on a horse. That, I don't know. Fair I'm enough. just saying. Yeah. yeah. Chances are she was not riding a horse. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that horse did a lot of jumps, so Yeah, kind it was of kind fair. of a wild horse. <laughs> well, or she was, like, very skilled at, you know, her <laughs> character was very skilled at riding. Yes. Have you ridden a horse? 
Uh, I did took horseback riding. Oh, you did as a kid, but I n- I've never like jumped them or anything. I basically learned how to ride a horse, oh. like how to get it to go and stop That's something. But I was so allergic to the horses oh. that it was awful. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'd leave and be like, Ugh, my nose running, and it just felt gross. So I only did it for whatever period of time my parents paid for, it, yeah. and then it was over. <laughs> no more. Have you ever ridden a horse? Never. I've never been on a horse. Never? Not even like on a trip or something? No, like, I was always too scared. Uh-huh. My brother did it. I was just like, no, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. I've ridden on a I camel. I think now, too. now I could do it. I don't know. I've never known. Yeah. No, no live animals. I think it was a camel in Australia that I rode on. Ooh. Yeah. Rode a camel to dinner. <laughs> it was a weird trip. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but no, I have not jumped any horses <laughs> or done anything fancy like that. Uh, and probably Winona hasn't either. I read Roger Ebert's review for this movie. He uh-huh. did not like it. No. He, he was he was just so appalled by it. He was just like this. Appalled? Yeah. Like he really hated it. Like he was just it's like. kind of fair. It's kind of a waste know, of time. He's like, <laughs> I can't believe they had a fair scene in the movie. He's like, he's like. <laughs> Yeah, how many movies? Like, that's such a, like, that's such, such an easy, like, yeah, he really hated it. He hated, like, you know, he, t- he just, I mean, tore it apart. There seemed to be no reason for the fair. No. The, like, pretty much most of the movie, it seems like there's no reason for it. Like you say, if she just told them what happened, there's no reason for the whole film. Yeah. But, yeah, like, throughout, I just kept, kept kind of waiting for a plot. <laughs> And yeah, you'd think more characters would be developed because you you, yeah. you, know, you find out about this Fenton character. I think Fenton... The the guy at the fair? Yeah, the guy at the fair. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, the police officer and his family. And I don't know. You just think something more to this. Yeah. You could do something better with these characters. Like, they're all, like... Catherine Keener was there, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. She was you have all these girlfriend great, or something. great actors that have been in, like, pretty cool films. And yeah. you have them in this mediocre you know, thing that should have been something more cohesive or it was just kind I know. Of... When I saw the like list of who was in it, I was like, wow. And I also, I think I wrote down something like this is very of its time. Like it felt so much like, I don't know, like a 96. It, like, <laughs> let's take all the people who are acting. Yeah. Because like Skeet, film. Skeet had just done Scream. The, like, right. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, John C. Riley had was just coming out as like a you know good actor. Like I think Magnolia came out around that time, if I'm not mistaken. Right, a couple years later, and then yeah. you know, um, Catherine Keener. Catherine Keener, like yeah, the '90s person. Yeah, I think that's it. Like it felt dated right away. Like yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of her '80s movies, as much as they feel '80s, they also feel like I could watch this anytime, and it's fine. It's enjoyable, but like this movie just. To start with, I was like, oh, this is a 96 movie. Yeah, like, they had the boy from Days to Confused. Oh, yeah. Which guy? He was, was like that? the friend who punched his hand. Oh, the long hair? Yeah, the long hair. I recognized yeah, him, but I didn't know like who he was. The grade nine kid in Days to Confused, whatever his name is. I'm scrolling, um, though I don't know if I'll know. But like the him. main kid who gets paddled, who was running from the paddle and then eventually gets his paddled. And John Cook was Charlie Hoffheimer? I recognize him. Yeah, but he I don't know. he ended up being in Mad Men. Charlotte, little John oh, Cook. He's one of the. Why. I think he's a writer that he dates Peggy. Oh. Wiley Wiggins is the name of the guy with the long yeah, hair. That's right, what Wiley a name. Wiggins. What a name. 
Yeah, there's a lot of recognizable people who I don't even know their names in it. And then there's like, yeah, Catherine Keener and some other people that yeah. I do know. <laughs> but no, it doesn't make it a good movie. Da, no. Don't do anything good. <laughs> and then there, like, there's like classroom scenes. Like, I feel like this movie was trying to be all over the place. Like that, the classroom Spanish scene when they're doing like the, he's fighting with at the end with his classmates and he throws one of them to the ground. And oh they, yeah, yeah. And then like yeah, they're all speaking in Spanish. I was like, the Spanish is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> they're pretty good at Spanish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it felt like a lot of drama for no reason too. Like when yeah. he goes back to school and he just like freaks out and like all he did was go away to the fair for the night and then it's like this huge deal. But maybe that's like a teenage boy also. Like you know, teenage boys like right. the drama of being a oh, teenager, yeah. right? So maybe that was like, Certainly. come on, guys, I found a girl. You know, he's very dramatic. He's like, I'm gonna run away. You know, my dad. You know, he's, a, and then suddenly, oh yeah, this dad comes in at the end of the, towards the end of the film. You hear that he's talking about his dad now, and he has this, you know, Chris his, Cooper, yeah, is his dad, who's another '90s like a total staple. Night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, his dad's like a monster and calls him Sunny, Sunny, goddamn yeah. it. But that's that's all he says and. Yeah, it's another one of those, like, the mom is sympathetic but doing nothing when mm -hmm. the dad's, like, freaking out and the dad's, like, slapping him and yelling at him and just, like, having no patience with him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but then, I don't know, even though he has this, like, horrible tyrant dad, like, it doesn't make you, like, feel for him really no. that much, like, because he's just not a developed character that you care about. And also, like, yeah, the relationship the fact that he like falls in love with her right away and says all this stuff like let's get married yeah he's so cocky and like i'm just like deluded what are you doing? you're so <laughs> creepy i don't yeah yeah they did a no not a good job and like <laughs> when they pull out the ca the car from the lake he's standing beside her and he's kind of like i don't know like covering her with his body or something but like protecting she's, her yeah protecting something. her from the police but like She's fine. She's just like yeah, and he's it's acting like a weird, weird. Like, don't worry, you know, like I'll take care. Of I'll you. take care of you. It's like, dude, you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And she like, you know, this Fenton guy knows her at the at the fair, and like it seems like people like she's notorious in some way, like for getting in trouble or something. So it's like I think she can take care of herself. She's like made it this far. Mm -hmm. All she did was fall off a horse. Like, yeah, <laughs> she is fine. She's fine. So, yeah, it is weird. And then the end is, like, the weirdest. Yeah. Where they're at the police station, and he's, like, kind of questioned just because he was, like, with her, I guess, when she called the cops and said, like, hey, this body's in the river, like, yeah. whatever. So then they're like, oh, it's standard. We have to take you in. So then he goes in. He's sitting there with his parents waiting for her to come out. Don't know why her don't par know why his parents waiting. would wait. Yeah. Like, because Chris Cooper's thing. losing it. Yeah, so like, I don't know why he didn't just say, like, we're going, you, you, they've let you go. Yeah. Uh, she comes out with her siblings who say nothing. They're just Just prop standing people. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they look very angry and they're just standing there. It's right. weird. Her goons. <laughs> yeah. And then the elevator comes and they, like, do one of those, like, glance at each other and, like, yeah, rush running. off into the elevator. But it's so stupid because there's, like, a bunch of cops in the elevator. Yeah. The elevator cl slowly closes <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, no, we couldn't get in the elevator oh. with them. Oh, no, what are they going to do? It's, you like, know? a 
police station elevator. I, I don't know. know. I it's know. not it's... like it was a subway car or something that <laughs> could like whisk them away. Yeah, it's like a police station <laughs> elevator with police inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like they're not on the run, you know. It's right. Not like, like they're not actually in trouble. No, they're being released from <laughs> from the jail. From being questioned. Although, what was it? Winona said that she um, got trouble for like something with a minor. So, uh, like for yeah. It wasn't even like having sex with no. him. It was like for like leading him. I don't know, yeah, like, like get leading him to do something yeah. bad or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was definitely underage. Right. Yeah, which is another thing. And then they run off, and then the then what is Cook, Cook is sitting in the car, with the them. like weird random like school car that they keep stealing or yeah, something. Some I random car they somehow <laughs> have, like unlimited access to, to. Yeah. And then they like run off in that car and like everybody's like running out of the building and like no and then it's like over like it. we don't know where they're running off to in this car with the other kid with, yeah <laughs> with cook like it's cook now their their, their son <laughs> i don't know like oh it's so weird yep. and yeah cook seems like he's like a younger kid at the school like he's probably younger yeah than, in junior high because yeah, i guess what his friend murphy was in grade eight so i guess right cook's likely in grade eight yeah. as well Man, it's just a mess of a film. <laughs> it yeah. seems to be about nothing. It has a very dramatic ending that means nothing. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boys. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Oh, boys. I just remember, I think, in our last episode when we were, we were like, oh, what's the next film? And then I was like, boys. And you were like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, I got the sense this was not going to be good. <laughs> you know. Um no, it's not. <laughs> no, I had the movie poster only because I just wanted. I, yeah, like I said, I wanted to collect all the movie posters. It was like yeah. the official one where, like, if you turned it around, it was the movie poster backwards. Mm. Those are very cool. Nice. How did you get all these movie posters? I th- it was ninety six. I probably a video flicks because video flicks always were, were giving away uh, movie posters. Ah, so I, there you go. And they were. What, accommodate me sometimes was that a video store in ottawa yeah okay. it was like a chain of video stores in ottawa uh and there was one nearby and that's where i spent a lot of time that's good green bank yep sweet um yeah because you said you had the how to make an american quilt poster too and it's like i don't know why you would have that <laughs> <laughs> so just collecting them yeah yes. i once i asked them if they had a certain poster i remember uh I can't remember what it was. I was like, do you have this movie poster? She goes, we have something better than that. And she gave, they gave me um, a Romeo and Juliet poster. Oh. And I was like, thank you. I was so <laughs> excited. because Oh, that came out in 96 as well. Oh. Another 96. Uh, maybe I was asking for a boy's poster. Maybe. And they were like, we have something better than that. And I was like, okay, but I still want the boy's poster. <laughs> <laughs> I still need Winona. Yeah. That's cool. I really liked the movie posters back then. That's fair. <laughs> I think I think I liked movie but po- I'm trying to think if I had movie posters on the wall I can only remember band posters band, what band posters did you have? I had lots of Bjork posters okay, okay in 96 what would I have had? I may have still had all my Pearl Jam posters Ooh. yeah that was I think I had like all the like circus magazine and whatever like like just rip out things so like yeah, my yeah. cupboard doors were all 
Eddie Vedder or oh. Pearl Jam pictures and like nice. a smattering of Nirvana and R.E.M. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, everything else like later, probably at by this time in the 90s was like Bjork and like Chibo Motto and stuff. Was Chibo Motto around by 96? I don't yeah. remember when they came up. Buffy era. That's yeah. I yeah. I got into Buffy later, but yes. Yes. That's fair. I also had a big gulp cup. I still have it. Yeah, what was the big gulp? Oh, because of, of her talking bites? about it in reality bites. Yeah, right. and so actually inside the big gulp cup are all her clipping the clippings that I took from like magazines throughout the from That's the right. 90s. I think you showed me that when yeah. I came over to watch Lucas. Yeah, in one of them it's like I have a clipping. It's the one I used to show to the hairdresser because it was like her profile and it the, it was like in a some sort of like hair magazine that I'd ripped it out of or something like that because it was talking about like how her hair was cut and textures or something like that. I was like, yes, this is the cut. It yeah. was like the pixie stage at that point. Right. Yeah. That was more late uh, 90s. I wonder if I ever cut. showed a Winona picture. I probably did when I started cutting my hair short. I think it was the alien resurrection hair. Nice. Yeah. Cool. We can talk about her hair when we get to alien resurrection time. Yes. <laughs> What did she look like in this? She had some kind of like layered bob Poofy bob thing, thing yeah. yeah. It was kind of like post-American quilt. I think that's the other thing. She just looks so like quintessentially 90s or something. Yeah. Like the the poster and like, yeah, like yeah, the, the dark hair. Like I think of like Bridget Fonda and... had the same hair in yes. Point of No Return or something at the end. Oh, man. I had no idea what this movie was about. I didn't read about it or anything. I What's the tagline? No one stays innocent forever. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Creepy, I guess. <laughs> like, what? Did she take his innocence? Is she not in it? I don't know. I don't yeah, know what, what that is means. this innocent? Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, it was just so upsetting because I really felt like it was going to be rapey in some way. And then I guess like in a way, cause he's underage, like it's, it is, it is right. <laughs> yeah. But it's like not in the way that I expected it to be. And I just like, yeah, it just was an uncomfortable film because of that, because of that, like ominous, like, Oh, we're talking about a party she was at and something weird that happened at it. And she just seems so like upset afterwards that I'm like, Ugh, what happened to her? I think this movie was called runoff in, oh. in Europe. I'm what the German. hell does that even mean? Like, I guess he runs off from school. <laughs> she, she runs off? I don't know. They both run off? Oh, weird. You're looking at all the, like, other weird covers messages. for it. Ooh, like, that one, that, looks, one is... that one looks almost like she's in prison. She has <laughs> pearls on her neck. Never... What? <laughs> oh, my. That doesn't look like that's even from this movie. <laughs> that's so bizarre. What do I want to You're one of the like... schoolboys. Oh yeah, that um, guy. What, who's he's he? the long-haired boy in the movie and blue eyes. He is in um, "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead." He's one uh, of the kids. Yeah, he's got like shake. He looked familiar too. Yeah, yeah like they all just look like oh guys, They're I haven't seen something. since that yeah. time period. Yeah, exactly. Well, so f- for that reason, I guess it was fine to watch because it was yes. just like, oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like all these people. It that definitely was that kind of film. made me feel like I was at the movies in the nineties. <laughs> like I <laughs> could picture like a Brampton cinema that I would have gone to, though I didn't see it in the theater at all. But it just, I don't know, because of the guys who were in it and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, yep, I definitely saw movies with these people. Yeah. So I guess the. You know, one benefit of this film is if you want to take ba- a trip back to the 90s memory lane. <laughs> yeah. 
watch this movie i mean there's so many better movies to watch don't watch this movie (laughs) yeah no there's no there's literally no reason to watch it we've told you the twist that was like the only thing that was unless you're like a big madman fan and want fan i want to see how cute the little kid is when he's like a kid a cook (laughs) yeah there's a good reason i guess but that's it what's the next is it alien resurrection no next is the crucible oh the crucible right yeah so we've got that and then i think it's alien resurrection what is it crucible alien resurrection sweet nice noise noise (laughs) uh yeah so for the crucible we have a special guest um joey lewandowski from (laughs) cage club podcast and many other podcasts on the cage club network and i guess the creator of the network (laughs) so that'll be cool yeah it's gonna be a a fun episode Uh uh-huh and probably much longer than this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaram. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.